0: Welcome once again to It Came From The Radio, the official show of the Big Apple Con. This is your host, Mark Torres, speaking. We are here live on Zoom for our 33rd uh, live show, courtesy of the East Metal Public Library. And I am here with our whole group. Oh, we have our senior correspondent, Charlie Saladino. How's everybody doing? Hey, look at that. Oh, my God. (laughs) We have Ponzo Comics, Dominic Definition Mancerano. Hello, everybody. How are you? We have the life with Jenner G, Jen Elise Feldy. Hello. And we have our special guest who we're going to be talking to, with, and about, which is awesome because he's here. We have none other than writer, anchor, and a former co-host of our show, Peter Palmiotti. Hello, hello. So we're going to be talking to him in just a moment, but first we have to take it away with the news and do I have it I have it ready we're going to take away with the news it's morphin time The news is brought to you in part by the fine folks of the Big Apple Con, of which we are the official radio show of celebrating over 25 years of comic book stuff and pop culture-ness. For more information, go to www.bigapplecc.com, and uh, eventually they'll update it when their next convention is going to be once the apocalypse is over.
1: (laughs) Is it ever going to
0: be over? Yes. Also... Uh, we have to do our shoutouts for our Patreons, of which there are Danny Grillo, award-winning director Jared Burrell, two-sentence horror, Kyle Horn, Millie Portes, Newsday Famous Dresden Media, Unjikun, Shadow Rabbit Art, and the Hurricane, which is a, uh, a Hurrican in a church, which is a convention in a church. Have we ever met Unjikun? Yeah, I have. He, 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 was, he was at uh, the Cradle Con, and I, I believe I- you met him.
1: I want to. I really, if I've met him, it's not memorable in my brain that I met him. Me too. Like, I want to meet <laughs> this man.
2: He's Me a very too. nice a, guy.
1: I'm sure he is. I'm just saying, like, if I met him, it must have been very quickly in passing, and I was, like, running somewhere else. Like, I but, want to sit and have a conversation with this guy. With Unjikun, yes. <laughs> exactly. And I'm going to call him Unjikun. <laughs> yes, yeah, easy. Not Unjikun.
3: Meeting him, I want to name uh, a gourmet dish after him.
1: Ooh. Uh, well, yeah, it it sounds like something you get after like Negamaki, but before the sushi. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Ah, or just, or yeah. a
2: racist joke. <laughs> Is it? Or it could be a racist joke, but I'm not gonna go there in this time right now.
1: No, no, I no. no. We should be as smart as Jen. She's doing this outside. We're all dumb and inside and in. I'm in my basement. She's a genius. Uh, She's down getting sunshine. Beautiful.
0: I can't take my computer outside. Well,
1: Mark, you don't like the outside at all. You're practically a vampire. (laughs) That's true.
0: That is true. I'm at the beach. Uh, You're just a slightly
1: darker skinned Nosferatu.
0: (laughs) That's that's very true. So uh, let's start off with the news. Um, Start off, as always, with the sad news. Yeah. So, Bonnie Pointer, a founding member of the Grammy winning group, the Pointer Sisters, has died recently. As of this recording, no cause of death has been announced. Her sister, Anita, says <clears throat> it is with great sadness that I have to announce to the fans that the point of sisters is that my sister, Bonnie, died this morning. Our family is devastated on behalf of my siblings and I, the entire Porter family. We also have prayers for you at this time. Bonnie was my best friend and we talked every day and we never had a fight in our life. I already miss her and I will see her again one day. Um, Charlie, you were you were there when they first started out. Do you have any point of sister stories for us?
3: Um, not really, but unfortunately, Bonnie was only 69. And, and that is uh, very young in this day and age. And um, I, know, I know one of her other sisters passed away. Uh, very sad. They, they were excellent musicians, good group. And uh, I've never, unfortunately, never met them, but I like their music.
0: Uh, the Point of Sisters had a long career that crossed genres, encompassing disco, jazz, dance music, R&B, pop, and even country. Um, although Bonnie left the Point of Sisters in 1978, she enjoyed a successful solo career with Motown. And as Charlie mentioned, she was a spry uh, 69.
2: And she's uh, in a better place now. Where? I'm pointing there.
0: I can't see. I have, a, I have my news in front of you. <laughs> On my screen, you're pointing up pointing,
2: to me. I'm pointing. I'm
0: pointing. Okay. It's like you're pointing at me. Like,
1: I do not have Bonnie Pointer anywhere in my house, ladies and gentlemen. I don't. <laughs> By the way, who's got like someone like screaming in the background?
0: Is that the TV? That's not my TV. I'm, not my TV. Not me. It sounds
1: like someone's having a fight in the background. I know it's not me. I don't even have a TV on here.
0: I think
4: we got it taken care of.
0: Bro. Oh, okay. we got it taken care we're of. Good, uh, good, good. job, like, technical difficulties. She, Charlie's talking all here in the
1: background. I'm like, <laughs> what's going on?
0: So maybe it's more of our sad news. Moving on. Um, actress and writer Mary Pat Gleason also died recently of cancer. Mary appeared in a slew of movies and TV shows, such as on the feature film front. Here we go. Easy Money, Troop Beverly Hills, Soap Dish, Basic Instinct, Lorenzo's Oil, A Walk in the Cloud, Bruce Almighty, 13 Going on 30, The Island, Because I Said So, I Now Pronounce You, Chuck and Larry, Drillbit Taylor, Bucky Larson, Born to Be a Star, Blended, Ophelia, and Sierra Burgess is a Loser, just to name a few. On the small screen, Mary appeared in such shows as guiding light full house highway to heaven mama's family frank's place murphy brown quantum leap dear john night court who's the boss emptiness la law saved by the bell perfect strangers on top of the heap murder she wrote golden palace getting by coach friends lois and clark the new adventures of superman sister Sister, step by step er Duckman, the secret light of alex max Dave's World, NYPD Blue, Suddenly Susan, Family Matters, Will and Grace, Sex in the City, Malcolm in the Middle, Desperate Housewives, NCIS, United States Satara, Mentalist, Chuck, The New Hawaii Five O, Bones, Two Broke Girls, 1600 Pen, Mom, Shameless, How to Get Away with Murder, American Housewife, The Blacklist, and WTF 101, just to name a few. That Ooh. was not a few. That was a lot. Based on the entire list, that's just a few it's impressive i like that you I did she died from
2: exhaustion
0: seriously that's almost
1: as bad as when you list all the places you can hear the show
0: that's only 26 <laughs> only 26 <laughs> uh but yeah i mean and the thing is i don't know her by name but when i saw a picture of her i was like oh i know who she is she's that girl Oh wait, was, what was the name again mary pat gleason so I'm like, oh, it's that girl. It's like one of those, uh, as they call it, the character actors. I was like, oh, right. her. And if you were a fan of Mom, she was, uh, that was her most oh. recent. See, yes. that girl. <laughs> she's, been, she's been in everything. <laughs> that's, see, that's my point. Wow. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, no, she's been in a lot of things.
0: See, that, that's yeah. exactly what you I was are going to so say. That girl. That, so that she, one. She was a spry 70, so that's right up there.
1: When you hear she was in Basic Instinct, it gives you a, an idea in your mind of what you think she's going to look, look like and then you <laughs> see who she was and you're like, Oh, never mind.
0: <laughs> don't be don't be me.
1: I'm not I'm just saying. <laughs> ah,
0: it's terrible. It's terrible. Uh, all right. So moving moving on quickly to some happy ish news. I guess it's a happy, happy news. Yeah. Did anyone die?
1: Well, no.
0: no. Then it's happier than that's, at least that's, the, that's, the that's recent it. news. That's it for the, the sad news. But uh, okay. from, the, from the now, he can go off and enjoy life department. Mad Magazine's longest artist of 65 years, Al Jaffe, at the ripe age of 99, announced his retirement from the magazine. Al's most famous contributions to M.A.D. would be his fold-in back page and his snappy answers to stupid question segments. Uh, this comes after M.A.D. Magazine announced their final regular issue coming out in June. Uh, for those of you who do not know, the fold-in M.A.D. Magazine was, an- was their answer to popular fold-out magazines such as Playboy at the time and, fe- and featured a single image and question and when the page is folded inward, the condensed image reveals a hidden answer that satirizes politics, pop culture, and social trends. You guys are familiar with Mad Magazine, right? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. They're, they're, love,
2: they're the original trollers.
0: I love that fold, fold the uh,
5: image of Mad Magazine. So, if,
3: it if it wasn't for Mad Magazine, there wouldn't be no National Lampoon and many right. other things like that.
1: Yeah. Yep. So O.G. Trollers he, he retired after the magazine, just before the magazine folds. Like, is that really retiring? Well, he's <laughs> not going to do any more work. To
0: lose your job. <laughs> he's not doing any more work. That's for sure. That's true. At the, but, at like, the young age of 99. That's
3: like, probably going out on top. You know, right before <laughs> they announce it.
0: Yeah.
1: What a great. You can't
2: like, fire you, me. I quit.
1: Yeah. Basically. <laughs>
3: Yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) He has the dignity to say, I retired. I wasn't let go. Of note, Al created nearly 500 fold-in pages. And according to the Guinness Book of World Records, he has the world record for longest career as a comic artist. Hmm. Um, So, Peter, how how many more years do you have to go before you get that far?
5: Uh, When I'm 120.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We're rooting for you.
5: You can
0: do it. (laughs) Yes, you can do it. (laughs) maybe (laughs) when asked about his career al says i'm living the life i wanted to all along which was to make people think and laugh but don't tell the editors at mad that because they'll stop paying me
2: (laughs) as an inspiration
0: so what are you gonna do like when you retire at 99 what what are you gonna do i that's a very good question
1: like I'm assuming whatever he would have done in retirement, he's done anyway. I've been
0: bungee jumping.
5: Become a a radio star.
2: Yeah. Well, he's had a lot of training. Maybe he can start his own magazine now. (laughs) Time to break off and start his own business.
0: For for how many
2: years
1: is this? (laughs) He'll do what everyone does. He's going to start consulting.
2: Yeah, there you go. He's going to consult.
1: On what? Who knows? <laughs> How to get to 99.
2: You You'll yeah. be an Instagram influencer. You be
1: an Instagram That's,
0: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> right. That would be hilarious. All right, moving on. Uh, from the follow-up department, which, is, which has been very active uh, the past month and a half, we've had um, nothing to do <laughs> as mentioned many times over the past few <laughs> weeks the comic book industry has been on a roller coaster ride due to the ongoing pandemic uh, most of our discussions has been reporting on the extensive ups and downs of diamond distributors which is the biggest pop culture and comic book distributor in the entire united states so when the uh, pandemic started uh, diamond said that they were not going to sell any comics they were going to stop production of, of delivering comics Then they said that they weren't going to pay people that they owed money to. (laughs) Then they said that they were going to do some type of crazy payback partial uh, funding thing, which made no sense. They were going to pay 15% of what they owed each month, still (laughs) owing the rest. Then the the head of marketing for Diamond quit. (laughs) Then they decided they were going to come back after all and make comics and and, and distribute comics and the stuff. So now, after all that happened, to top things off, uh, during this time, you may have remembered that DC Comics had taken it upon themselves to jerry-rig their own distribution services while all that was going on. And they announced that they will no longer distribute Diamond after all. (sighs) Executives say we recognize that to many of you, this may seem like a momentous decision. However, we can assure you that this change in DC's distribution plans has not been made lightly and follows a long period of thought and consideration. The change in direction is in line with DC's overall strategic vision intended to improve the health and strengthen the direct sales market, as well as grow the number of fans who read comics worldwide. All orders for DC product will be fulfilled by Lunar Distribution and USC Comic Distributors for periodical releases and Penguin Random House for graphic novels and collected editions. Hmm. Uh, For Diamond, this means that they just lost their second biggest publisher in North America, responsible for 30% of the entire sales in 2019. You didn't sound
3: like Bonnie Pointer's sister. You don't sound like (laughs) the executives.
0: I'm with Charlie on that.
1: You know what? Now's a good time for me to reach out to Diamond Comics and start getting them to distribute pronto. They need the business.
0: That's, That's actually a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, Hey man, you guys need us. And I I think they just I mean, essentially they shot themselves in the foot. Instead yeah. of this whole mess that they did. Yeah.
2: But if you work with them, you're gonna to have to flip flop around because they like to go back and forth every week. So be prepared. If to fit into the culture, you're also gonna to have to change your opinions and your ML every week.
1: You know, I've known a lot of like comic book owners, uh, comic book store owners. They all have complained about Diamond over the years. Yeah, like, oh. like um, one guy I know. I don't want to name stores or names. Just his, his name face. is Bob. <laughs> his name be yeah, Bob. Bob at Comic Books R Us. He was complaining like how they would make him have to prepay for and like, like he couldn't even build up credit with them yet because he was a new store. Like they Mm -hmm. basically were their own monopoly and could demand whatever they wanted. And DC leaving is like the first of of the monopoly breakup. It's kind of like Marvel leaving the comics code. They everyone gave them power because we gave them power. They just realized, oh, they really don't have to have any power if we don't want them to.
2: Hmm. Well, perhaps this is an analogy for the government and corporations, or maybe it's an opposite analogy. We'll find out by the end of the year.
0: I think this story will, I think this story will be continuing for more than just one year. Yeah. Oh yeah.
5: Now's a good time to ask for a discount.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Pete, you've tried to do a book through Diamond, right?
5: Well, uh, not me personally, but I, I've worked with people who went through Diamond and uh you know they take a large cut and they 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 have been the, the monopoly um i you know i don't know what's going to be 6 months a year 3 years down the line but i think it's a good thing i think you know i think it's time for uh other distributors to get into the act and and like it shouldn't be you know most of your money going to the distributor you should you should get a bigger cut if you're an independent publisher um so we'll see we'll see if good comes of it.
1: I mean every week, I'm doing these comic book picks of the week, and at no point ever when I'm re- giving out a pick, do I like well go to Diamond and get it from there every every week it's like well, you can get it on an Amazon, you can get it at this website, you can get it at that website. basically, the future's already kind of been passing diamond by i mean you can get stuff directly from dc and marvel a lot of people download their comics i've talked about tumblr on and reading comics there instagram like like peter's on there's a million ways now to get comics it's kind of shocking it took this long for people to abandon diamond well, uh, or that diamond didn't uh, didn't like move with the times I
0: remember when I tried to make my own little comic. Remember that, Pete? Remember that? Remember that? (laughs) So Diamond said that they were going to take 60% off the cover price right off the bat. And I remember this was in the 90s. So I remember that towards the end of the 90s, Marvel tried to have their own distribution. And that actually started that whole bankruptcy thing that they went through, which in turn wound them up getting bought by Disney. So if they didn't leave and try to make their own direct marketing sales, maybe they wouldn't be owned by Disney now. No,
1: right. they would have been owned by Disney. Disney owns everything. They own you, Mark. You just don't know it yet. <laughs> Either that or at and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for Disney to buy out Time Warner AOL once they okay. do that they they basically have the infinity gauntlet of con- of content
0: <laughs> uh, all right so let's see we have a, okay we have plenty of time plenty of time we got 7 minutes so f- moving on to the next bit of news from the from number 1 to minus 2.2 billion dollars department Movie theater chain, AMC, which is the biggest chain in the entire United States, had just announced a net loss of $2.2 billion due to the coronavirus pandemic, and said that while it does have enough cash to reopen theaters this summer, if it doesn't get some much-needed funds, the company may just go under. (laughs) Oh, God.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, there's so many places, at least on Long Island, that's currently doing uh, drive-in movies. So how they don't empower their theaters, especially ones that have large parking lots and massive sides of buildings to start doing their own drive-in services. Uh, like it's something, it's something that could bring in some revenue. They, As you've discussed, they don't make money on showing the movies. Right. They make money on the concessions. Yes. Every single AMC now has like, not just a concession, but they all have, they almost all have like restaurants. So if they were to just, Make a, a pivot into maybe more drive-through, or at least any sort of any sort of uh, venue that could do a drive-through concepts. Like, right. Why not? Like a drive um, drive-in movie.
0: So it's like like, a, like like the old school, like Sonic, basically the Sonic uh, uh, eateries.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's the best I can think of. Unless they somehow get into a streaming thing, but that's going to take months.
5: <laughs> sell beer. They should sell beer. <laughs> <laughs> They do that's with some so of them hot.
1: now.
0: So, so what was that, Jennifer? So pot. <laughs> yeah. That, huh? That's one way. That's some money. Like if in they California. legalize marijuana
1: in New York, like drive, drive in dispensary and, and movies.
0: I came for the marijuana, but I'm going to stay for the movies. Right. All they'll show Jennifer. is the big Lebowski. That's it. <laughs>
2: And they said I was gonna leave and go home, but then I got high. So then they stayed and I watched the there
0: movie. There you go. There you go. And, like, and, bought, and bought more food.
1: That <laughs> they make money on the concessions, right? So that actually makes a lot of sense.
2: Yeah, weed and food and movies, all in one.
1: That's that's a good. I, that's a Saturday night at my house.
0: I think we just came up with a, with a way to save the movie theater industry. That's Seriously. that's
2: my day today. <laughs> Why not?
0: <laughs> now we need a good name, though. We need a good name
2: weed food and movies to the point
0: (laughs) yes that's it weed food I'm going to weed food and movies there you go (laughs) Exactly. how about about
1: trees and flicks
2: marijuana munchies and movies MMM there you go that's a good one hot trees and hot
1: flicks
0: (laughs) hot flicks you said trees and flicks trees and flicks (laughs) that's trees and flicks
2: Oh, I these it's saying Potflix, like Netflix, Potflix, because you have a kind net. Of
0: cinema. Oh. <laughs> um, so speaking of speaking of uh, Netflix, uh, from the popular doesn't mean good department. The film, The Last Days of American Crime, which has just been released on Netflix and is trending as one of its top 10 things people are watching, has the honor of getting a 0% score on the Rotten Tomatoes site, joining John Travolta's Gotti and Amber Heard's London Fields as the two most recent films to also have that score. Um, distinguished Company. I, 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 it, this, this is weird because people are like, this movie is terrible, but because people are watching it, that's why it's so popular, because it's terrible.
1: Like Tiger mm. King. Or you The Room. <laughs> Tiger King. There you go. This is a horrible, horrible
0: situation. I can't stop watching. It's a
2: train wreck. Right I down. love it.
0: Um, let's see. The aforementioned, comic film, the aforementioned film is a comic book adaptation and focuses on a world set the hours before U.S. government broadcasts a signal, making it impossible for anyone knowingly to commit unlawful uh, acts. Uh, Edgar Ramirez plays a career criminal who aims to pull off the heist of the century just before that happens. Mm. So it sounds interesting. Well, it was a Rotten, good terrific Rotten novel.
2: Tomatoes. Does Rotten Tomatoes really reflect the public opinion? Because the public opinion uh, often is very, very different than Rotten Tomatoes' site.
1: Actually, if you're going to go with anyone's review, Rotten Tomatoes is usually the best. Really? they're usually the most accurate of like, no, this is terrible.
2: Interesting. Republican yeah. opinion. But yeah. as okay. we always
0: say to each one, his own, I know you have a horrible taste in film <laughs> to, to you,
1: <laughs> to the general public, uh,
0: which is still not me. Exactly. Um,
1: so moving on. You, you, I think your, your taste in film is so bad. Charlie just is like doing the face palm over here. <laughs> <laughs> I think Charlie but, forgets. We can watch him. We can but, see he's just like, <laughs> Oh,
0: but yeah. to be fair, Cena, <laughs> Cena correspondent Charlie Saladino, we have seen eye to eye on many a movie. <laughs> yes, we have. Like Skyline. <laughs> many many a movie have we seen together, and I've turned to you and oh, said, we should oh, not be yeah. watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And as we, always
3: says there, as we always say from time to time, there is mo- have been movies we've seen and felt and didn't miss anything. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Uh, so moving on, we have we, – I think we can squeeze this one in. Let's see. What's the more important one? Um, I think we'll go with the easy, we'll go with the easy ire. Um, <clears throat> last bit of news. From the I'm offended, let's fire him department. Well, You're going to can have to be more specific than that. That's pretty <laughs> much the world today. Due to so. offensive tweets from 2012 and 2014, actor Hartley Sawyer – Mm. Has been fired from his role as a man on the series The Flash. All right, all right. Executives say <clears throat> Hartley Sawyer will not be returning for season seven of The Flash. In regards to Mr. Sawyer's post on social media, we do not de- tolerate derogatory remarks that target any race, 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 ethnicity, huh. national origin, gender, or sexual orientation. Such mm-hmm. remarks are anti-theoretical and to our values and policies, which strive and evolve to promote a safe, inclusive, and protective environment for our workforce.
5: We'll hire back James Gunn.
0: Yeah, like, he's not that big on the the ladder.
5: Yeah, yeah. Because James Gunn makes money. (laughs) Yep.
1: I've said for years, like, there's only one true sin. Costing people money, you can get away with anything if you're making the money. The moment that you stop making people money, that's when all of a sudden you're going to get fired.
0: So I mean, people he, overlook anything. He was a, a supporting character on the show. I watched the show, and I, mm-hmm. I you know, he was there, he contributed, but that's what supporting characters do. <laughs> he's he's not like the main lead. Yeah. So I was like, wow, they just they just upped and fired him for stuff six years ago.
2: Well, maybe he can go and be part of Slender Man because he didn't work out as elongated man.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> a
1: friend of mine said to me recently or sent me a tweet where it said, like, Twitter has cost more careers than drugs and alcohol ever did. Mm. That's wow. the truth. We, if you are on Twitter and under your own name, your own persona, you have to assume that you're under arrest 24-7. Anything you, can, anything you say can and will be held against you in the court of public opinion now. For many years yeah. prior. <laughs> For many years to come. Yeah. For many years to come. I'm like, screwed.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I'm on Facebook. I don't say anything about myself ever. I just share memes. That's I it. just I just go with the jokey jokes, like <laughs> Yeah. Like I, I don't state an opinion about anything anymore.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess i work the opposite. I try to see how far I can push it and be like, Really? You still want to be friends with me? I mean, I just posted a picture of me as blackface Santa. <laughs> Voting for Biden, and I didn't lose any friends or followers. I, I was interesting.
0: <laughs> you're gonna get our show kicked off of the twenty sixth uh, media
1: outlet. Well, the way this works, Mark, is that you fire her and then you put out like a statement saying about inclusivity and all that other stuff. so
0: oh. well, I was trying
2: to be inclusive. That's why I was trying to show myself as a tan Santa that's voting for Biden. <laughs>
1: Good luck with that. <laughs> uh, Hartley says, you're gonna I'm not get, like Kelly to come by
0: your house like with a march soon. <laughs> Hartley Hartley says, I'm not here to make excuses regardless of the intention. My words matter and they carry consequences. And mine can and have caused pain and embarrassment, along with feelings that I can only imagine to supporters and fans, my castmates and crews, my colleagues and friends. I owe them all an apology and owe each of you an apology. Thank you for holding me accountable. I want to be very clear. This is not reflective of what I think of who I am now years ago thanks to yes charlie nobody
3: cares (laughs) i like it he has to say thank "Thank you for firing me for some some reason these actors think that we care what they think you're an actor shut up and act
1: he's right yeah
3: but again i love that he had
1: to thank the public for getting him fired (laughs) thank you
3: for firing
0: me it's a great like you can't just come out and say you're all idiots let it go all right so so quickly charlie since since you brought it up do you think he should have been fired then for that
3: you know what i think if you're going to you know there's a lot of things people could say that really don't cause any harm it's just their opinion but you're if you're inciting something if you're inciting what was what was the facts what was he saying
0: so the ones that my research picked up on, he there was two of them. One was that he was at a uh, he posted that he was at an audition and he got to see some awesome side boob. And the that, other one, that's great. And the other one, he posted that he doesn't make racist jokes because he doesn't want Al Sharpton to never stop talking about him. Oh, well. yeah. It- I First mean, one on the side of no, That's, one that's, that's your
3: death sentence. You mention Al Sharpton, forget it.
1: That's true. Yeah, you don't yeah, mention I Al Sharpton ever. kind of like the Candyman. <laughs> yeah. Don't want to mention, say the Candyman three times in the mirror. Don't mention Al
5: Sharpton. Yeah. I think uh, Mad Magazine should hire him. There you go. He yes. can take over
3: Al Chappie's job. Yeah, you don't yes. say yes. Se- the seven curse
2: words in Al Sharpton. Yeah. <laughs> I like this guy more. <laughs> like, i want to hire him more now it's great yeah.
0: i think to to go along with what charlie said i think it has to do with intent and i don't think that his intent was malicious no so i don't think he should have gotten fired no, one, no, no
1: one understands sarcasm anymore no you can't be sarcastic in any way shape or form because you can't you are, be
0: sarcastic anymore
1: nope I hit, I detect this <laughs> hint of sarcasm there. I, I, <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Yeah, but no, you can't. You you can't be sarcastic. And uh, my girlfriend was just reading me something today that someone put on Instagram. Like silence is violence. You can't remain silent. It's like I don't want to say anything. <laughs> well, you're now you're now at the side of the racist. Like no, I'm not saying anything. Like you can't. You are now presumed yeah. guilty if you're silent. Yeah. You Can't.
2: You, s- you can't, can't I, win right now. No.
1: No, you can't. It's an unwinnable, unwinnable game. So if you're like, well, the only way I'm not, I'm going to win this game is to not play at all. Well, no, no, you have to play the game.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so
1: with that,
0: because we like, like, we we have to play the game. Well, we it's have to like
1: take a break. Like yeah. The, uh, the end of the Dark Knight Rises. It's like, all right, your choice is death or exile. All right, we choose death. Fine, death by exile. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the <sad>. same thing. <laughs> okay. So we're going to take our break. We'll be right back with It Came From The Radio.
5: Michael McManus, I played Kai on Lex. You're listening to It Came From The Radio.
2: Hi, you've heard my voice open and close the show. Now we want to hear your voice. If you have a business or product, you can record a commercial here. We offer 30 and 60 second spots. For more information, contact Mark at MFC underscore studios at hotmail.com.
4: Cosmic Comics and Games of Baldwin is the place to go for all your comics and gaming needs. We are now offering in-store pickup because new comics are back. Cosmic Comics and Games is open Wednesday from 11 to 8, Thursday from noon to 5, Friday from 2 to 8, and Saturday from noon to 5. So if you want the latest Marvel, DC, or independent comics, back issues, comic book supplies, or magic cards, please call Chuck at 516-763-1133 for details. You can also contact us through our Facebook page. That's Cosmic Comics and Games of Baldwin. Hey guys,
2: this is Christy from Custom Cakes by Christy. I want you to know that I'm here for you. I'm keeping my private kitchen open for any needs your family may have. I've been focusing on bread, soups, muffins, quiches, and other basics, but I'm still accepting dessert orders as well. Please follow my Facebook for immediate pickup items, private message me for custom orders. Custom Cakes by Christy, I-N-C, K-R-I-S-T-Y. Text me at 631 606 8166.
4: Hi, this is Mary Wilson of the Supremes and you're listening to It Came From The Radio. Comic Book Depot has been in business since 1993. Your one-stop comic book shop for comics, gaming, and collectibles. The Comic Book Depot Club membership is $15 and gets you 15% off new comics, back issues, graphic novels, and 10% off comic book supplies. Located at 2847 Jerusalem Avenue in Wontaw, New York. Contact us on Facebook for curbside pickup because new comics are back for more information give alan a call at 516 221 the comic book depot
1: hey this is brimstone
0: and this is kim Dragna. and
1: this is zambo and we're from the grind house radio and uh we just won the 2017 best radio station on long island right now you're listening to the other guys it came from the radio
0: now back to our show and welcome back to the Came Radio, the official show of the Big Apple Con. This is your host, Mark Torres, speaking. We are here, courtesy of the East Metal Public Library, for our 33rd live show via Zoom online. I uh, also want to mention that uh, the MCON, uh, which is the um, anime fest from the East Metal Public Library, ran by Kelly Gordon, is going to have this Saturday. So people who are watching this on our YouTube page now, or on the Zoom, or on the Facebook page, can go for this Saturday, which is the 13th, if I'm not mistaken, for a special um, Q&A with an actress uh, um, who plays Cypher on the Castlevania series. So make sure you guys go check out that. Check out the Facebook page of the MCON Anime Fest for more information. I am here with Peter Palmiati, Dominic Information Man Sperano, Charlie Cialdino, and Jen Elise All right, so Ooh. as we mentioned, we're going to be talking to with and about our good friend Peter Palmiati. So, Peter, yes. how is how is it being back on the show? Has anything changed since the last time you were here?
5: Uh, except <laughs> w- me and you are the same; everybody else is different. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's got the same flavor. I will give it that. <laughs>
2: what flavor is that?
5: Desperation. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, man. Garlic? <laughs> Garlic flavor. Garlic flavor. Garlic.
1: Bitter and salty. Yes.
0: So I met Peter, how long has it, has it been when I met you? Uh, 20 years? 30 years?
5: Mm, was it in the 90s? Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: 30, some, uh, 20 to 30 years then, yes. Yeah.
0: And and you were a super famous inker back then, and you're even more famous and super more now.
5: Am I? Am I really? <laughs> so why uh, don't you
0: I, tell people what you're most famous for?
5: Um, well, that tweet that they took down? No. Um. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have to be more specific for that. Oh, okay. Um. I'm mostly known for my work on Aquaman, inking over Jim Calferi during Peter David's run, when Aquaman had a hook. uh um, yes. Yeah. So. Before the Water Hand. Yeah, before the Water Hand, um, but during the the stupid red blue Superman era.
1: <laughs> I was just thinking about that, like. What was the idea behind that? Like, let's take this iconic character and just mess with it terribly. We, well, we, we they tried killing him; that didn't yeah. work. Let's do this instead.
5: Yeah, I mean, they would—they they were experimenting a lot with the, their different characters, and that was one that was a super fail. Um, you know, like Superman is—is is probably my favorite DC character. Um, even though everybody everybody Is like Batman, Batman, Batman and Yeah, I like Batman, definitely But uh, Superman was a favorite So while I was Inking Aquaman um, Superman showed up in the book I, w- I was told he was showing up in the book Then I found out It was a stupid blue Superman <laughs> <laughs> I was like Oh man, what a drag But um... Stupid blue Superman <laughs> But yeah, I mean, you know, like to give you a quick rundown, you know, I, I've been working in comics since 1991, uh, mostly as an anchor. Um, I've worked for Marvel, DC, uh, had a few books published through Image, um, worked at Valiant uh, for less than a year as a background anchor back in the day. Um, and mostly, I have inked a lot of independent books that you probably never heard of. Uh, I inked some stuff on Razor. What are, my, what are my highlights? I don't even know. I forget. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, used to have, I used to have a full collection of everything I worked on, uh, but I left that behind in New York when, when I left New York. I'm originally from you. New York. Uh, I'm living in Kentucky now.
1: For you for getting out, yeah. <laughs> is it everything I thought it could be
5: uh, it, it's it's nice out here there's there's you know the a little redneck vibe here and there, but um
1: well, it is people. Kentucky yeah, yeah, I bet the bourbons good <laughs>
5: the, the bourbon's good it's uh I was originally in uh bardstown is Maker's mark is where mm. they make that um, now I'm at in a small town uh Campbellsville. Which Do you watch
1: heard. like Justified and go like, yes, that's exactly. Yeah, how I mean,
5: I was so into that show because I moved here when that was on, like first on, and I was like just laughing, <laughs> watching that. Um, but yeah, so like right now it's like I'm doing a bunch of stuff. I'm I'm inking this. I don't know this book. What's it called? Chosen Few. I think it was <laughs> a new writer who worked on it.
0: Yeah, some some guys working on that book. Guys, book. Thirty yeah. years.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it. Yeah. I put so, ink on the page. I get paid. Yeah.
5: So we're, we're finally gonna get to get this project together and out there. Um, so, so just yes. for
0: just for people, the image that is that is you right now is actually one of the pages of my book. That uh, is it's, correct. That's correct. That's, that's beautifully done. Very nicely done.
1: <laughs> that's nice, sweet inking. Thanks.
5: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Very, really well done. How long have you been, been doing art for? How did you learn?
5: Um, well, I, I consider myself self-taught, even though I did go to art school. Um, okay. I went to the High School of Art and Design in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, took up cartooning and animation there. And I did uh, two years of a four-year college, um, Brooklyn Technical College, Um and took up advertising art there. But really, like, you know, when I started in comics, it was to, to become an anchor. And okay. I didn't think I was really that great at the time. It was just I had a real ambition for it once I decided to make that leap. Because, you know, I had a day job before that. Um, and I was, like, too precious to... Do art and make money from it for years um,
1: you, you like slid right under the wire of time because like by the time I came up and I wanted to be an inker, uh I got advice from from comic book professionals, and they're like don't just just get into something else, become a you know a writer, become an editor." Are like, you were gonna
0: say become a plumber?
1: I <laughs> wish I became a plumber. Especially my house, man. You know how many pinhole leaks I got going on around
5: here. <laughs> oh, you you no. want to do comics? No, don't do that. Become a brain surgeon. Yeah, like, be better off. Pick a trade that
1: pays. You know, <laughs> but like you got in when there still was an importance of having an inker. Like by the time I wanted to be an inker, they're like, good luck.
5: You know. Yeah, the I drummer's
1: mean- been replaced by a drum machine. We don't
5: need you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if 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 I was a, a sane person, I, w- I would have left the industry years ago um, because so much has changed in my time, and I still clung to wanting to be an anchor, but it just doesn't pay anymore. No, no. Um,
1: I mean, even top rates are what eighty dollars a page, ninety.
5: It's stupid. Yeah, it's it's like I mean, you know, there there are people that get good rates but i you know i haven't gotten a decent rate in a while and um it seems like every time i do get a good rate it falls the project falls apart so you know
1: it's bad It's, it's, it's hard you know like i always wanted to be an anchor because i just never had the brain to do sequential drawing you know i can draw Right. But, I, but the idea of, like, trying to really think frame by frame of action sequences and putting it together, I never had it. But I always loved inking my own drawings, and I loved taking something, as I was told, like, that looks kind of chaotic with all the pencils and bringing order to it with ink. I always loved mm. that process. But it's, a, it's just unfortunate that it's no longer really necessary. I know of yeah. guys that they'll, they'll ink with their mouse. On, on,
5: you know, it's like, wow. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it's like, some of them are good at it. Um, but to me it's, I'm still traditional. Uh, even though I did pick up a, a tablet, I, I still haven't really played with it. You know, like a, di- a digital tablet to, to, you know, I, I picked it up for more for coloring right. than for digital inking. Although yeah. I, I might dabble you know, if somebody wants to throw me like 200 a page to, to digitally ink their work, I'll do it, <laughs> you know.
1: <Right. laughs> I, I don't know about you, but it sounds like it's similar to me. I am addicted to the feel of the pressure of a pen on yeah. actual paper. Yeah. There's nothing they can do that makes a stylist feel like that on a, either like uh, on a tablet or a drawing tablet. It's just not the same. I don't get the same sense of biofeedback the mm-hmm. idea of, of drawing and inking on a tablet i don't know how people do it god i love the work they produce i think it looks great but i need that feel i'm assuming you do too
5: yeah i mean i i i freaking love inking and wish you know like things haven't changed but you know i'm i'm i've been pushing myself slowly like turning a, a school bus uh in the direction of doing my own creations and my own books because I love inking so much, mm. I'm going to be hiring people to do my other books, to pencil them, and mm-hmm. then I'll be inking all the books. So I'll still get to do inking, um, but I'm also, you know, creating and writing and and That's, you know, that's what you got to do now. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, like, that, that's, that's very smart. Uh, everyone I've ever talked to when I was starting into comics, and even now, they're like, you got to make your own material. You're never, you know, the chances of you being able to work on Spider-Man or Batman are very nil. Make your own thing, build your own audience.
5: Yeah, yeah. So I, um, let's see, I think I got it. What's this? Well, this is um, it's a work in progress on the first issue. This is a, a book called Retro, which is my own creation. Um, this was penciled by a friend of mine, Rich Fuchsia, um, and I'm inking it, but he. He's turned to painting, so I'm going to become the, the artist on the book with mm. issue two. And, you know, it's like uh, I've been doodling since I've been uh, on the show. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's like I'm a decent penciler, but I have, a, you know, I, I know I have a lot to learn. Mm. But uh, it's comics. It's not, you know, rocket science. Um <laughs>
0: You've just offended all of the compa guys, and now they want to fire you off of the internet. Just sorry
5: that. sorry, Mad Magazine.
1: Thinkers' no, um. lives matter.
5: <laughs> oh man! Oh God! Um, I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll check. The news of the, shows
0: hosts, the, views <laughs> of the show's hosts and the show's guests do not necessarily like those.
5: <laughs> well, you know, you got you gotta have a. Uh... <laughs> a good spirit about comics, you know, um, I, I freaking love comics. I grew up on comics and, you know, with, with my brother, you know, he's the lesser known Pomliani. Um, who, I don't know who that is. Jo- Johnny. What's his yeah. name? Yeah. I, you yeah. have a brother. He gives with a J, uh, <laughs> Josephine. I don't know. Josephine. Some, some guys <laughs> somewhere. Some, some guy who has
0: cursed on our show. That's, that's how I remember him. I, <laughs>
5: <Has> he? <laughs>
1: I didn't want to throw him out there, but the guy who gave me the advice about not going into being inking was your brother. Well, ah. trust me, I
5: he- I heard that plenty from my brothers.
1: I'm sure. Like I was like, don't mention his name. Like just keep, you know, it's, it's about Peter. I'm like don't don't do it. But you brought him up. I'm like yeah, he's the guy who looked at me at New York Comic Con. was like, don't go to inking. Get out. Don't do something else.
5: Do something else in comics. Well, you know, from him, I I always heard, don't do comics. You know, mm. and yet. You know, he, he had a hand in getting me in there, so... Right. Whatever. It's like
1: you're smoking a joint and telling you not to do drugs. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but you make it look so good.
0: <laughs> exactly. Charlie, yeah. you've been quiet. You have a question for Peter? Charlie, are you alive? He's
3: he's reading yes, something. Yes, I, I <laughs> am alive. <laughs> do, do the, only question, the only question I have for Peter is... Uh, has he ever had the honor of of serving on the uh, as co-host with uh, Herman Shemp's Inertia? Uh,
5: who's
0: that? This was That would be no. <laughs>
1: yeah, if this was a live radio broadcast going out amongst the airwaves, yeah. I could hear this the dial turn after that question. <laughs>
0: he actually was with uh, Hassan Gawin for a while.
3: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But he didn't have the pleasure of uh, working with Herman,
0: huh? No, no. he no. didn't. Apparently,
1: yeah. I've been on this show for almost four years now. I only worked with Herman once. So, come on.
5: <laughs> it and it, we, it was, was
1: traumatic, wasn't it? It was yeah. traumatic. It was very traumatic, yes. yes.
0: It, yeah.
5: it was, back in the day, it was me, Mark, Hassan,
0: was it Todd? Yeah, Todd Wright. Shout out to Todd Wright. Bel- <laughs> Belkus. Oh, yeah. I forgot about and, her. <laughs>
5: and Jennifer.
0: Ah, uh, yes. Other Jennifer.
5: Yeah, other Jennifer.
1: <laughs> as, as a oh. matter of fact, the new Jen is not truly on the show until she gets to do a show with Herman. Okay. <laughs> I think that's like the last of the Jedi trials.
0: Well, let's bring him in. <laughs> He's an enigma. <laughs> so, so new yeah. Jennifer. <laughs> do you have a, another question for Peter?
2: Um, yeah, I'd be curious to see what kind of themes that you'd like to make comics about. Now, is there anything that this time in 2020 has inspired you to create about? Are you inspired to talk about lockdowns or racism
5: <laughs> or like, matter? <laughs> um, well, it's, it's like a lot of what I want to do is superhero related, so nothing right. too heavy, nothing too realistic just uh goofy fun like i'm inspired by comics i I read you know growing up um so
2: perhaps the superheroes raised money to get the people out of jail that were jailed for protesting like something like like that maybe uh
5: i'm not i'm not i'm not too political (laughs) i'm just just kidding (laughs) I i know um you know, I, I I have a lot of one shots in mind. There's there's something I wanna do that's more like kid friendly. Okay. There's something else I wanna do that's
2: Biden then. Put cyber
5: Biden. Cyberpunk. You know, I have okay. I have different things I wanna do. I'll probably do a bunch of one shots and, and stuff like that. What about
2: Trump Cyberpunk? That'd be fun. <laughs> cyberpunk Trump, yeah. A lot of hand motions, a lot of well, well.
5: I'll I'll do a comic called Space Force. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> very similar, Jennifer's, don't you think, Peter? Yes.
1: <laughs> like I'm just Hello. staying very quiet right now. She's she's <laughs> asking the hard questions.
0: That's yeah, right. That's,
1: that's why we have her. <laughs> comes I mean, at hard. You don't know where it's coming from. Hey, Pete, Pete
3: Yes. How inspirational is uh? Living in Kentucky uh, to your craft. Um, you
5: know, I, I mean, I lived most of my life in, in New York. You know, I'm originally from Brooklyn. Um, Yo,
3: oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, bro- <laughs> yeah.
5: Brooklyn represent. Um, We're in Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, Flatbush Avenue J. Nice. Okay. Yeah.
3: South Williamsburg Bedford Stuy.
5: There you go. Yeah, my there
1: mother was go. from
3: Park Slope. Oh no. Hey, neighbor, there
5: you go. <laughs> Um So living out here, it's it's, you know, it's it's not. I'm in a small town, and it it seems like a a spread out version of Brooklyn ish. Um, sure. But I'm, you know, it's it's not too far from the country, and. You know, I go out to the country. It's like I'm currently living in like a a small apartment, and I have five cats. So there's a there's a cat sanctuary outside of town is where I'm keeping them currently, because I I was insane enough to have them all here, but I can't get any work done with them all over me. So, Uh um, but we're. You know, me me, and my ex are good friends with the sanctuary, and we go there all the time, and I see them yeah. all the time. Uh, just until I, ha- I rent a house or something. Um, when did you move down there? Uh, well, I moved in 2006 to Bardstown. I lived there for a while. I lived in Louisville for a while.
1: So you've been bouncing around the state.
5: Yeah. Um, okay. Virginia briefly. I went back to New York briefly. Then I settled here because I, I. You
1: could afford it more.
5: Well, I yeah. I mean, literally, this is probably the cheapest place in the world, um, yeah. in the U.S. at least. Oh. Um, and yeah, being being a comic book artist, it's like that comes in handy. <laughs> yeah.
1: No. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, so it's. Uh, work for place in New York. Don't actually be in New York.
0: Yeah. We got to do social media time. So, Pete, how can people get a hold of you, hire you, all that fun stuff? Where can they find you and um, uh, not be offended?
5: <laughs> uh,. Well, you can find me at home. No, um,
0: Facebook. <laughs> do you know, not, do not go to his home,
1: <laughs> God, dude. Five cats. I will be like sneezing within two seconds. <laughs> yeah.
5: I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram, I'm on um YouTube, various other places. But I'm on uh, on there as Peter Palmiati, so I'm really easy to find. I'm streaming live on YouTube uh, every day now. I'm committing to that and working on my my comic and creation retro Nice. So come check me out and chat with me
0: all right we'll come all buckle. right so now it's time for our final thoughts because we're almost out of time for the show so let's see we'll go with uh, charlie charlie you have a final thought for us i'm just
3: uh i'm i'm thrilled to have peter on the show thanks for coming down on the show or being with us on zoom and uh you know thrilled to have a, a fellow alumni from it came from the radio so thank you Pete a lot yeah. of success to you
5: my pleasure thank you
3: dominic final thought uh
1: i love kevin smith but i'll never forgive him for chasing amy and calling inkers tracers <laughs> <laughs> peter knows what i'm talking about yeah <laughs> i remember telling my friends i'm going to be an inker and he just flat out looked me like you mean tracer i'm like i'm going to kill you i'm just going to kill you
5: your mother's a tracer <laughs> exactly <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jen, do you have a final thought?
2: Uh sure. If someone gives you a water pick or a toothbrush, use it, because it's probably a hint.
0: <laughs> <laughs> go P- <Hypothetical>. Peter. <laughs> Peter, do you have a final thought? <laughs>
5: final thought. Um I have a feeling that we'll we'll survive this current apocalypse. So uh it's always good to be kind to people and do that i like current apocalypse because you know, we've
1: had then several come it. and go
2: <laughs> that's right
0: that's right so uh my final thought is this um as, as i mentioned i've known peter for 100 years i've worked yes. with Peter oh, for 100 you years look great
1: for your age mark
0: we're still working together <laughs> 100 years later um you're an awesome guy a very talented person um you should be the number one Marvel to go to guy as, as, as your work has shown. And I've always had said that. And I, and I want to mention that our, our, so we were so close to having that book. If working for Marvel, I'll never forget that for as long as I live, we were that close. Yeah. But, um, you deserve as much, um, notoriety and work as you can possibly get. Cause you deserve it.
5: Higher pay man. Higher.
1: Pay. Yes. All right. So forget <laughs> the
0: work, just pay him more for the work that he's doing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Inkers' jobs matter. <laughs> That's right. Hashtag.
0: So, so that about <laughs> does ILM. it. So that about does it for this week on A Came From the Radio. Join us right here and every week on this radio station. If you missed any part of this show, Huff. go to our website, www.acamefitterradio.com. Listen to our Kaiser Group in a week or so. I want to do a special shout out to Kelly Gordon and the East Little public library for our live show our next live show is going to be on july 8th with filmmaker artist and comic book writer jared burrell and i also want to mention once again that on this saturday the 13th uh, the mcon which is also part of the east middle public library is going to have their special kind of castlevania q a program of which i am going to be the uh, host of so if you go to uh, eastmetal.info register and you guys can sign up and have your que- questions questions <coughs> ready